Hey, everybody, it is Lisa Lampanelli. Welcome to another very special episode of Losers with a Dream. We actually mean it this time when I tell you it's a very special episode because we have the biggest announcement in history of the show. Plus, sadly, and this is super sad, Bo is so sick that we had to get a substitute. And Bo, though, does call in. We do put him on speakerphone. And you guys, it is epic. So sit back, sit down, make sure you are not standing while you listen to this for the big announcement. It is Losers with a Dream coming at you. Yeah. Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampanelli, and it's time for the Losers with the Dream featuring me and, yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? They'd be nothing without me. Losers with the Dream. You're listening, so who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up, burn calories. Hello, welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. <laughs> we are losers. <laughs> and if you're watching this on YouTube, you're probably very confused. Yes. But people were clamoring. They, on, on our Patreon, people were saying, you need to make Bo blacker and gayer. And more funny. And more funny. <laughs> now, if you're on audio, you, you heard that voice, we have... Gay Bobby! Gay Bobby! <laughs> I was gonna say Bobby Diva, because that's your Instagram. Yeah, Bobby Diva, Gay Bobby, whatever works. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby is a friend of mine who I met about three, four years ago. We were doing a play because we're both thespians, <laughs> and we were in the show called Barnum, in which we each had one scene-stealing number, and we immediately bonded as being the most talented in all the land, and we became fast friends, and he might be one of my oldest friends because I don't really keep friends that long. <laughs> she doesn't. I made it past the halfway mark. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And um, the reason Bobby is actually here is because what a tragic, mm. tragic thing occurred. Bo isn't dead yet. No. But we do have him on speaker. He literally came down with AIDS. Just kidding. Came he relapsed. Down. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh my God, that would be, again, I always wanted to do a relapse show, but fuck that. I know. So Bo, he is with us in spirit and on speaker, and he's deathly ill. Bo, say hi. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, you skinny mini? I'm losing weight. Nice. Finally, dude. Maybe you'll get laid. That'd be cool. This is how it works, you know. You, you, uh, you, I'm gonna just give myself sicknesses for the next six months, and then uh, I'll be hot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I always loved a stomach flu, but then you gain it back right away. So yeah. I think your dreams of world dominations of pussy isn't really gonna happen. <laughs> sorry to say. Uh, I'll be in the calzone by Friday. Uh, guaranteed, guaranteed. My man, how you? What have you been eating this whole time? The stomach. Food? What have had, you been able to get down? I had today was my biggest eating day. I had uh, a bowl of uh, soup and uh, some saltines. Oof. And uh, yesterday, I, all I could do was the saltines. So man, and you know, honestly, we almost put off broadcast or taping this until tomorrow until I decided we don't need you that much. And yeah. uh, question: 
You had texted actually, because I was like, I actually had, was talking to Bobby yesterday. I was like, Bo's being a fucking pussy. I get that he's sick, but he's a pussy. But then you said, honestly, that you almost had to go to the hospital. So I bought into your illness. I mean, what happened? Oh, yeah. No, I was. So it was like the, I was trying to get the fever to break last night. And I was like delirious. Oh. And you know when you're just like delirious and you're like I was in so much like my body was in like a lot of pain. Wow. I was having a tough time like walking to my uh, even to like my, the bathroom. Yeah. And I was like, I think this may be a hospital. You know yeah. Yeah. Bo, uh, so- Bo, you know, the last time I saw you. You were mostly unable to walk just because of your girthiness. And also, you've been delusional most of your career, as we covered three episodes yep, ago yep. in the one about delusion. So yeah. that's okay. I'm glad you see the difference between just thinking you have comedy world domination potential and actually needing to go to the hospital. Yeah, well, I probably always need to go to the hospital. So. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like diabetes to me, but yeah, yeah. you might have diabetes and Type the AIDS. Three. Type seventy five. Yeah, it's a whole new one that you invented. It's good. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna put you on the table so you can listen in. Listen to talent. And if you ever want to chime in, just cough loudly, and we'll put you on the air. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah. I may, I may fall asleep, but I, I'll sounds be listening. Good. That's okay. Hey, 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 join the other people who listen to this thing. <laughs> Trust us. We'll try to talk over your snoring. <laughs> yes. All right. And um, by the way, Bo, when you see this, you're going to be delighted because Bobby and Nick, in your honor, have made their loser T-shirts into flash dance necked abode. Uh, abode. That means house. Uh, ensembles. So they, I've cut their necks off. And we've made this super gay. So you should be so happy you're not here. Honestly, Bo, you're missing out. Nick has never looked more attractive. <laughs> That's right. I hope this disease kills me. You know what? <laughs> it probably will. So do I. Oh. I'm headlining Nick's comedy stuff in oh, Boston. Fuck. April 15th. No. Oh yeah, by the way, Boston before gates. before we before we put your put the phone down, can you please plug any shows you might have? Yes, yes. Next comedy stop, April 15th and 16th in Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. Nickscomedystop.com for tickets. Then uh, the next weekend, April 23rd at Fairfield Comedy Club, 7 o'clock show. Uh, you can get tickets at fairfieldcomedyclub.com. Wow. If you don't like Bo, I will be at both those shows, one hosting and one featuring. And Bobby will be there as your fluffer. Yes. Bobby will be doing <laughs> interpretive dance <laughs> with these shirts on and everything. Hey, I'm going to leave the bed. Oh, no one needs to hear that. Oh, All right, on. Bo, we'll plug your shows again before the end of this broadcast. Now, this, we will put him on the table, put him on the table. This is a historic broadcast, Nick, because we have a very big announcement. That will I'm gay! Not that oh, one. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that will possibly shock and disturb three of our listeners. Because, <laughs> our okay, can we have a drum roll? This is a very historic sort of announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the final episode. 
is. Of the podcast, Losers with a Dream. We're not kidding. We're not kidding. This not is a not joke. a stunt. We've even told our engineer off air, and he said, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but we have decided before, this is, I want to do a show. I want to entitle this show Happy Endings. Because I always know when to quit something. And I read recently someone very famous said, quitting is her superpower. She always knows when to leave something before she resents the people involved, before she hates what she's yeah. doing. And when she has enough signs that it's not the right thing anymore, she moves on. So we had been texting back and forth. And I'm like, yeah, ever since Christmas, I'm not so excited about this. It hasn't been as fun. We have to come into the city, which is hard. So we're like, wanna just stop? And we're like, yeah. So I think it's interesting because people always seem to stay in things like relationships or jobs or whatever well past the expiration date. And we're like, we don't have to. Yeah, we don't have to do it. And guys, Nick's giving happy endings to everyone at the end of the show. <laughs> so that's really exciting. <laughs> that is true. Wolf's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but like I mean, um, Nick, do you, I, I really feel like really good about the decision. I, of course, have a little of the panic that sets in of like, oh, we know we're right because we didn't get the, um, we're not getting the emotional gains from the show anymore right. or the as much fun. It seems heavier, um, but and we didn't get the financial gains we wanted, but we go, well, that means there's gonna be, even though it's a positive change of having more free time, there's still the scariness of more free time. So people who don't have a lot of free time, it might not freak them out to go, oh my God, like there's four hours, there's five hours a week that now I've gotta sort of figure out how to settle into that. But I totally have a lot of free time. So it's like, ooh, can't force anything else into it, into that void. So it has to be uncomfortable for a while. So I don't think you can do anything without having it be a little uncomfortable, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I am obviously I'm sad it's over, but I'm also it's the right thing. It's the right time. You just know. I'm looking forward to like just focusing on like shows, writing, going to mics, my job, like yeah, really just hammer. You know, and we have to come into the city on Wednesdays, and then I wake up early the next day. I'm always like, it's fine. And I was like, if if we were making money from this, yeah. Or if, you know, things were happening from this and whatever, like, I would have no problem doing it. But it's like, all right, it's becoming a... A zero-sum game. Yeah. It, it doesn't... It was fun. We learned a lot and kind of... You said this in our, our text chain. You were like, hey, it did what it was supposed to do. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. And, um, you I know, and my, it got our name out there and did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, my whole goal for the show was to have fun. Like, I literally was like, because I'm... You know, if we had made any money from it... I would be like giving it to you guys anyway because it's just like, you know, whatever. But I think it's really good to go when you notice. And again, that's how I was able to quit comedy and get a divorce and get out of other situations because you just so you notice. You start to notice eh, three hours before you have to start the drive, you're kind of like, oh, sad. Yeah. Or you're just tired. Yeah. And you go, oh, I don't mind sitting around joshing around talking to the guys for two hours, but I could just do that at a diner. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and also it's like the fear of not having something to fill it yet can't stop you from leaving what you know isn't fun anymore or you stay in it too long and get in a big fight. Yeah, yeah. That too. Lisa, I don't blame you. I mean, anybody that has to hang out with Bo and Nick for more than an hour, it's <laughs> painful. <laughs> 
You weren't athlete. saying that in trivia last week, you <laughs> bitch. I wasn't saying that on the car ride up either. Ooh. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm a big advocate in taking care of yourself and knowing when it's right to leave. So yeah. If that's what you guys feel is best, then do it. It's so weird, though, because, you know, obviously when I left comedy, I didn't have to fight with any. I, I didn't actually have to fight with anyone, but I definitely had a push because my manager was like, don't kill the queen of mean character. Everybody loves that. Like, everybody loves you on the roast. And I had to just stand my ground. And again, this is someone with my best interest at heart. And actually, she has never been a typical manager who's about the money. Like, yeah, she, but there's so many times, I was gonna say, yeah, she takes her percentage. There's been many things I've done that she's been like, oh, I'm not taking commission. That was just for fun. So she's never been driven in a Hollywood way like that. But so I had to push back a little with that and just stand my ground. With a divorce, of course, you're gonna have opposing viewpoints. So I never had to really fight through that, but I had to stand my ground. With this one, we were all kind of like, the minute I texted you guys, hey, maybe this is a sign, like there was a, a technical fuck up on, my, definitely was my fault. Um, I was like, huh, maybe this is a sign that this isn't what we want it to be anymore. And you guys were like, yeah, you're probably right. And as long as I got your names out there, that was my goal, fun and getting your names to at least where you have a credit of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and do you feel, Nick, that it worked for you as far as what you had wanted to achieve from it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I am a dreamer and I do think of like, oh, man, what if we could have done this? And this is my third podcast I've had in my lifetime. So right. it's like, you know, it's definitely there's a part of me that's sad. There's a part of me that's like it did what it was supposed to do. It got my name out there, got Bo's name out there. We have a little bit more of a, like you said, a credit, and it helps us, you know, like Bo said, it helps us get booked. It helps us, you know, when they announce you before you go on stage, like, oh, this person is legit. Yeah, it's 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 a, a mini resume changer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. what it, yeah, it, it definitely, um, yeah, it was a big help, and, and it was fun, though. We had a good time. No, I mean, I honestly, it. and you know what sucks about it is that every time we do an episode, I'm okay, 90% of the time we'd be like, oh my God, that one was really good. We had 10% where we would look at each other and go, oh my God, that one's that gonna suck. Terrible. But then we listened to it after and we're like, oh my God, we were so hard on ourselves. So I think that's a lesson to learn too, is that we're everyone is still too hard on themselves when they've finished creating something. Yeah. So I think None of the episodes sucked. I was actually shocked. There was a couple that I go, that is going to be an embarrassment. Yeah. There but were, it wasn't. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there were any that I was like, eh. I remember in the, again. In the moment, we were like, the that fucking like, sucked dick. The gender roles one that was like three or four, I was like, oh, God. I think episodes one through 49 suck. <laughs> <laughs> And 50 was good because you finally have a winner instead of a loser. Oh, my God. I, I wanted to order Bobby a winner shirt, but it wouldn't have arrived I in know, time. It's okay. It's Just okay. fucking probably could have bedazzled one at home. I would have. Yeah, I know, I know. know. But, yeah, it's weird because we're so – I mean, Bobby, you're an actor. So do you do that, too? Like, every time you audition or send in a self-tape or something – are you very critical of like the product? Totally, I'm an absolute perfectionist and I kind of hate the world of acting now because it's like self tapes. So you can go back and watch it and criticize yourself and be like, oh, I wish I did that different. I wish I did that different. Um, 
back in the day before COVID, you just like left it. You did the audition and you left and you didn't think about it. You went home, you like stuffed your face to make yourself feel better and you just left it. So right. like I totally, like when I watch stuff back, I'm like, oh my God, I hate that. And then half of the time I end up booking it or getting a call back or, you know, the director's like, oh my God, that was so great. So you can ne you never know what they're thinking and you never know what's good to other people. So right. I think sometimes like we need to just get out of our heads. And, and just be like, it's fine. it's fine. And by the way, I always said, for me, because, and I'm sure you're the same, as a perfectionist, my 50% is better than most people's 100%. Absolutely. Because yeah. we Especially try bows. so hard. But yeah. the fact is, you don't, then you can't criticize yourself all the time. No. And also, you, you know, everybody wants there to be lots of drama when things end. People... You know, I always get interviewed about my divorce or about quitting comedy or about, I'm sure people ask me about quitting the podcast or us dissolving the podcast. They'll want to know the drama. And there fucking was none because we are getting out in time. Right. I want people to really think about what you're in right now that you need to leave behind so you don't hate the people involved. You, If you need to move out from a roommate situation, yeah, before you have a fight, before you hate that person, you'll be like, okay, this isn't working for me anymore. And that's the only question you have to ask. Yeah. My shrink used to say, does it work for you? Mm -hmm. Is it working for you? Does it bring you peace? Yeah. And it's like, the minute you, until what, before it disrupts your whole life, you go, it's starting to bring me out of my peace. And that's when to go. And luckily, Bo and Nick are aware enough psychologically. They're like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. It's not where it's like one wants to desperately cling on. For sure. You know? Yeah. Anything where I wake up in the morning and I don't want to do it, it's not worth doing. Like, I, I, I used to be like, ugh, I'm not going to quit anything. I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. But quitting is sometimes winning. It's, like, the it's taking best. care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah. No, it totally is. Nick, is there anything else that you have gotten out of in time without staying too long at the fair? That's a great question. I'd say this is probably the first thing <laughs> that I've got. Oh, that you've ended with Anna. His mom's womb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was close, six years, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> but um, no, this is probably the first thing. And I, I, think, I, I think I've been more, this has helped me become a little bit more assertive. Not that I was like a pussy before, but mm -hmm. I was just way more assertive in... in Knowing what I want, what I mm -hmm. want to do, yep. what I want, you know what I mean? All, all that stuff. I definitely was the guy who stayed in the relationship too long. I was too yep. afraid to break up with someone mm -hmm. and was like, I'm just going to ride it out. Ride We're it out until til she cheats on me. We're just going to see what happens. So, like, yeah, I would say this is probably one. And, and it's helped me. It's helped me grow from the beginning to the end. So Because yeah, we learned a lot of lessons probably, in yeah. the show. Like, yeah. we talked about a lot of heavy topics that, honestly, guys, your guys' age do not talk about that stuff. Yeah categorically out loud and I'm like wow that we learned a lot of lessons about how to deal with big topics like vulnerability and fear of success these aren't easy ideas no, no. but also you know that whole thing about getting out before you get mad or have a big fight it's so funny I read something somewhere I was like during a breakup or something where they said leave the friendship or relationship with the honor you came in with mm. So if you're starting a podcast, for instance, and you're all psyched and enthused, I'm not saying I'm psyched and enthused to leave this, right, but right. I'm like, wow, that was honorable. It wasn't like and us creating like imaginary enemies too. 
like me, you, me and you didn't call each other and be like, fucking Bo, he's just like thinking this and let's quit. <laughs> and me and Bo weren't like yenting it up going, fucking Nick. Like you just do those imaginary ways to get out of it instead of just going, yeah. It, when a few hours, like I said, a few hours before we have to come in city, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, not dude. that much fun. Yeah, no, I got it. It's funny what you said though about uh, people wanting the drama. Oh, yeah. I can't even wait like, for those emails. Even doing a podcast with you for last year, people always ask me, like, oh, is she, is she doing a comeback? Is she coming back? Oh, God. And I go, no, she doesn't care. And they're like, really? And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> nobody believes you have anyone. no idea, dude. Well, even like, yeah, nobody believes anyone, so yeah. you can't really care what they yeah. think. Oh, yeah. But even like ask Bobby, like Bobby and I talk about a lot of stuff. I have never complained about Bo and Nick. Never ever. Like last night when she told me it was the last podcast, I was like, girl, spill the tea. Like, let me know what's going on. Spill the tea. What's the drama? And she, was like, and she was like, nothing. Like, we're good. We're, it's just, it's time to end it. We're at peace. I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, come on. I want a little. Yeah, juice. like literally as we leave tonight, it's like, um, okay, Nick, see you next week at the writing meeting. Or, hey, see you at your show in April. Like, yeah. it's very weird. I don't think or there's the next a lot. game night. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, totally game. Which now night. you guys got me into game nights, by the way, which I hate, yeah. but I love it. Fuck at the same you, time. You're next yeah, week. I know. They're yeah. fun. I'm like, fuck, they're right. But <laughs> isn't it weird? Because I've usually I used to have such a you're dead to me thing. And uh <laughs> oh the whole thing about burn the shit to the ground. It's like I like every time we hear about a podcast breaking up, mm. there seems to be some big melodrama involved. Yeah, yeah. Like so and so went out on his own and they got a new partner and this and that. It's like doesn't have to be that way. It yeah. could all just be like, oh, you notice. So if people can learn one thing again, like I said, just start noticing because, you know, it's just not worth staying in the game. Even if it, by the way, is a big moneymaker, it doesn't matter because if you don't have the joy, like what really is uh, the point of doing it? Right. The joyless money really is not worth it. It's not worth it. And the universe gives you what you need. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I think sometimes we think like leveling up is just about career or money or success. And sometimes it's about our mental health and like just our well-being. So like maybe right now you're leveling up your well-being. You're leveling up. hundred percent. You know what I mean? So I think. I will not a, lie, though. I am, like I said, a little bit nervous about what do I do with that time? And instead of rushing into something new, like I've done in the past, I'm like, ugh. I have to sit with that. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And I think I have to give myself like literally six months or whatever and just go, what's it like to just be? Totally. That's uncomfortable for someone who was so driven. You, but yeah. I think though you learn more. I, I will grow more if I don't try to fill that space. Absolutely, for sure. It's like taking time off after you break up with someone. You need that space to see what, if anything, should fill the hole, Ooh. so to speak, you know? Cause, right? Because we've all jumped from one thing to another when it comes oh, to yeah. Uh, relationships. Yeah, people already asked, like I told like some you know close friend, inside people, like, yeah, it's probably, it's gonna you know, end end of the month. Yeah. They're like, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, nothing for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not worrying about anything for a while. I'm just gonna yeah. work and do comedy and write, and that's it. Yeah, and what's good is, I mean, honestly, it's only four hours. It's literally like um, the time it takes to drive into the city and out yeah. and an hour of taping, right? Yep. And a little posting, whatever, which is easy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going, I'm enthused to see what you guys do with the time. Because, I mean, 
four extra open mics, four, two extra shows, another hour of writing. I mean, I think that's the stage at comedy at which you guys are in comedy. Do you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, man, I haven't recorded, filmed a set and posted a, a stand-up clip in months. Oh, wow. So I like start doing that. Probably should start doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that. I just haven't done it. And I was like, ah, I should probably. So devoting that small amount of time will make a big difference. In my opinion, because, you know, just having come up through comedy ranks, I think that'll really help your career in comedy. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's, I mean, Bo talks about it all the time. He was like, yeah, man, we need like post more clips and like shit. And I was like, I know, I know we got to, I have to film my shit. I do. And didn't you feel like because we're doing the podcast, it takes up mental energy. So while it might be like, oh yeah, there's no extra energy to film a set and edit it down. It is. No, it is. Because it's mental energy. Subtitles. You can find out, you know, how it sounds. Does it sound good? Does it look good? All that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a lot of mental and emotional energy, especially because we're not, we weren't doing a podcast that was just, hey, let's talk about um, you know, you know, getting blown on the weekend. Sure, that's fun. <laughs> for you, I, well, I actually want to tell you guys. About <laughs> no, but it's like just I think because we were putting in real thought to big issues, so it's yeah, it not was, easy. No, it was exhausting in a way. Like it wasn't just like let's just shoot the shit. Like we had like topics and like especially me because like you've dug a lot. Bo has been because of the top secret meetings he goes to. I made the reference that he's essentially like. He's an Olympic athlete when it comes to talking. Oh my God, I love it. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? He is he is essentially an Olympian when it comes to talking and the training he's done for it. Me, I'm like a, you know, I'm varsity, but I'm in high school still. You I know think what I mean? you are definitely in like bowling league as a child with the bumpers <laughs> on the lanes. But that's good. <laughs> he still gets his little Letterman jacket, you know. He yes, a he participation does. trophy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I love that Bo has the maturity and emotional depth of a sixty-five-year-old, and you kind of even it out at thirteen years old. You equal so about right, a forty-year-old, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think is fine. Yeah. You're both where you're supposed to be. Yes, and if you add our weights together, forget about. Well, forget about it. It's just dynamic. We are both girthy now. Uh, many Bo, <laughs> he heard is, him did you did you laugh? Are you still there? Uh. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that was. Uh, Bo, can you say your piece about what we've been talking about? If you've heard any of it. Yeah, Nick called me an Olympic. Athlete. I knew you were gonna hold on to that, dude. Oh, uh, you'll never forget uh, it. Oh boy, that is exciting. Special Olympics. Uh, I just want to say, I've gotten so many nice messages and people have left left us so many nice reviews about this show over yeah. the last year and uh it's awesome and and i got a lot out of doing this show and it was always fun you know what i mean i mean even, yeah you know the last few months it's like yeah things have been harder to keep it going and and you know that's kind of why we're we're ending it where we are but it was always fun and it always served the purpose that it was supposed to serve and I'm glad that anybody who listened to this got what they needed to get out of it. And it was really meant for everybody. Like it was meant for, you know, for everybody who, uh, you know, who wanted to like dig a little bit deeper into what's going on in their life, uh, to get something out of it. And, uh, I think it was a, a really, really, not even an experiment, just a really fun 
moment that we got to all share. So, well, let uh, me ask you this, Bo, because you have obviously a ton of insight. Why do you think people prolong things when they sense the joy is going out? What what keeps them in longer than they should be? Uh, it's fear of grief, mostly. Like they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to mourn. Yep. And um, <clears throat> and because I think that loss is such a it's such an intense thing that we we go through our lives like trying to avoid. And uh, so, you know, uh, when it comes to like staying in things, it's just like, well, I don't want to experience the loss. Like, don't give me the loss right now. And really loss is is important. Like experiencing grief is like super important. Um, yeah. And, it's, and it can in a lot of ways be positive. Do you know what I mean? Because all we're going to do over the next month or two months or however long we do grieve the loss of this podcast and the dream. Um, all we're going to do is think back on, Oh, Hey man, that was fun. Yeah. Or Hey, you know that, that, yeah, we did talk about that on the show or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And I think that that's, that's a positive form of grief. You know what I mean? Like rather than me grieving and, you know, six months from now when I go, Oh yeah, you remember when <laughs> when we punched each other in the face at the yeah. doctor? <laughs> right. Right. It's like <laughs> yeah, literally we could be grieving it now and be in a very positive grief if you will, or yeah. it could be like we stayed in too long, Nick and Bo punched each other in the cunt and left. Yep. And I was left here going, what the fuck happened? I thought I was the one with the temper. And then what, that's a grief that gets delayed. So it's almost like you just got to be willing to feel it. And that's, and it really, feeling doesn't ever kill you, does it? No, no. I, I mean, next thing you know, I'm holding Peggy for ransom. <laughs> <laughs> that would be true. That I love like my, my big concern with you being sick is that you can't watch my dog when I go away. And I'm like, you know, I love you, Bo. I really do. I think I have an actual real friendship with you guys. I mean, I don't say that lightly because Bobby knows I just don't like to gather numbers of people anymore. I don't think it's about volume anymore, but I truly feel we're really good friends and I am concerned about your health, you know, that you're sick, but let's be honest. She's a fucking five pound dog. I got to look out for her too. <laughs> uh, no, I should be fine by then. And, uh, me well, and Peggy will have a nice week. Good. Don't give her your AIDS. <laughs> I won't cornhole her. Thank you. Oh, I can't even think of my little girl that way. Or I'm, <laughs> Nick either. <laughs> Bo, you put it well put, and I, I expect us to get a lot of sympathy messages. Yes. And people being so sad, our 17 listeners are going to be very upset but we will tell you, thank God it's nothing personal or else literally. That's why I was like, Bo, you got to call in and we got to make sure that people know you aren't mad at us. And that's not why that's why you're not here. It's that you're sick. Yeah, no, uh, it's definitely not definitely not any sort of uh, grudge. <laughs> yeah, right. Can you imagine? That's a dick move right there. You know, we're ending this on friends if I'm saying to Nick, see you next week. And hey, I'll drop the dog off later, Bo. You know, I mean, it's good. Yeah. So what do you think you will do with the extra time? Um, I'll probably do a lot more stand up. Um, 
I think I'm going to start working on doing some comedy sketches and just stuff that I can produce in like a short period of time and knock it out and have fun with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for yeah. the, thanks for the warning. Where will we be able to see that stuff? Uh, YouTube, my Instagram at Bo McDowell comedy. And at Nick Scopes is where Nick will not be posting anything creative. Um, at Bobby Diva is where Bobby will be shining his gay little black light on everyone <laughs> in the world. Bobby Diva 3. It's the funniest Instagram you'll see. <laughs> but, but Bobby and I have both changed our Instagrams to private. So now people have to pursue us. So we're playing hard to get, God damn it. Ooh, so hard. if you want Lisa Lampanelli to follow, you or excuse me to allow you to follow her you must write me a direct message pleading your case and i will decide if you are welcome into the fold so i think that is a very good way to conduct my life from now on what do you think bobby as a social media expert yeah i think that's a great way to lead your life and for me to follow you all you have to do is send me nudes thanks <laughs> that's how i got bobby oh uh, all right Bob. well we're gonna wrap it up any final thoughts I love us. Oh, oh, I gay. love you. Um, I'll talk. I'll call you later. I'll call you on the way home. Okay, bye. Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Before Bo goes, I just want to tell you guys that as an avid listener of the podcast and a gay man, I think it's really amazing that I can resonate with two straight men and that you guys yeah. can go so vulnerable. And I think that it's really important during your times of grief of lo losing the podcast that you remember how many lives you touched and wow. how many people who are different than you that you touched. So I love when you guys that. are yeah when you guys are grieving just remember that and take that into consideration and maybe that'll make you feel better and by the way you're right bobby because a lot of our listeners are gay guys and yeah, i and didn't women. know i mean i thought that was great because i'm like <clears throat> oh this is cool that we're going deep enough for gay guys to actually for be sure. like oh my god they have some depth and also i like it too because honestly i did comedy 30 something years and the only stuff i remember is those emails or those messages from people who are like, oh my God, it helped me. So it's literally, you guys will see too. Bo and Nick, when you're like 80 years old and you've quit comedy after never advancing to anything above bad headliner, <laughs> you will see that the, in all seriousness though, the stuff that does comfort you in the end is like, wow, that guy learned something and felt better about himself. Do you, do you agree with that, Bo? Yes, I do. It's great. It's great stuff. And that's why I made sure to mention all those people that DM'd. And it's just so, you know, it's it's awesome. It's great that it had an effect. Yeah. Well, I love you. I'll, I'll call you later. Bye. We're going right. to hang up on you. Love you. Bye. I never liked that guy. <laughs> lies. All of it's lies. No, we love you, dude. I have to say, he's like a really good friend. I at first was worried about him, not about anything comedy-wise or anything, but he'd be very forgetful. He would leave his backpack someplace. Well, he, has mental, he has mental issues. Yeah, yeah. And then it's <laughs> weird, though, though, the more I found that I wasn't getting annoyed, because I'm like, again, I have a lot of spare time, and I'm like, oh, I'll pick up your backpack, whatever. I'll, I'll lend you a pen. The more Everything. I started accepting those little silly things, they're not even that bad. I know. And you go, oh, wow, I learned acceptance of that. Yeah. And you guys probably learned some acceptance of even me being slightly of a control freak <laughs> and slightly of someone who makes you, like, wear matching shirts and oh. have matching cups and oh. be so fucking queer. Hey, man. <laughs> 
It is what it is, baby. Be on the lookout for my podcast, whatever that happens in the next called, year or two. Called Nick, no Lisa Zone. Yeah. Called, oh my God, no. It's called Bobby it. and I. It's called Gay for Pay. Yay. Gay for Pay. Gay for Pay is our Patreon. Gay for Free is the podcast. That's exactly. a beautiful thing. And if you do look that up, you'll be truly truly disappointed and saddened uh yes all right so listen if you want again once again follow bo mcdowell comedy follow nick scopes follow lisa lampanelli and i may approve you or may not and follow our new friend bobby diva three on instagram is bobby diva one and two taken is that what no, yeah, what was the three? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, you know, I, I felt a little spunky in the moment. I wanted to add the three. <laughs> you are so extra in I'm a good so way. I'm so extra, you know. Oh, my God. No, and thank you, everybody, seriously, spunky. for listening. Thank you for letting us know this meant something to you. And thanks for the lack of hate mail. Because I never yeah. got it. I uh, never got a hate mail from somebody going, "Oh, why don't you say cunt more?" Although I think we said cunt a good bit. Yeah, we did. And I was really mostly proud of Lisa because we can't really pull it off. You really guys. can't. Yeah. I, I, no, as no. a straight male, like he could. Say Bo cunt. and I can't. Cunt. Yeah. Okay, see, that that's like cute. everyone's like, "Oh, we get it." Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why. Yeah, you could be like in a changing room with a girl and be like, "Oh my god, your boobs look great." Like yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, they love. That's like to. a. That's like a gay like colloquialism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, they, you're so cunt. Like that's a. That's a did thing. you know that? Yeah. Nick? yeah. What? That you say that to the gay, a gay if a gay guy says that that's a huge compliment. Yeah, totally. Really. Like yeah. a drag queen. Yeah. When you say to a drag queen, it means she really is bringing the femininity. Totally. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. You so cunt. Mm-hmm. How like that? Let's go yeah. to troop, dude. Let's fucking hang out. Let's go to gay trivia right now. Maybe trivia. Let's just go there on a weekend. I just want to see everything in action. Okay. You know what? You won't get any argument from me. I walk in there and feel like the bell of the ball. You probably <laughs> are a superstar there, huh? I think I might. Because yeah. they rec- they recognize you or no? I think they do. Yeah. And it's really weird, yeah, and I like it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's something that I shouldn't like as much as I do because ego no, is involved, cool. but who gives a shit? Are you kidding me? It's fucking dope. I know. Nick is recognized in there, too, from his grinder. <laughs> Like you're the guy in the stall, and then yeah, you're the, you're the glory hole in Greenwich Village. Yeah, <laughs> recognize your shoes. <laughs> oh the my god, his rainbow bottoms. The first time I met Nick, he was wearing these fake Gucci loafers. I know, I was so and I was impressed. like, Talisa, are we gonna hang out with Fucci soon? Like he was like rocking them like they were real, and I was like, "It was cute." I, I, yeah, I, I, I see you, honey. Fuck, bro. I, I go to Aldo, you. son. Those are eighty bucks, forty bucks actually. Forty bucks. They were eighty, but I had another, never one. I have another. It's one okay. Else. They were discounted. Listen, yeah, they kind of looked like water shoes, but. <laughs> Listen, whatever, I feel like you have spent your $40 wisely, but you're fooling no one. That's just... That's no, I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah. Cute, dude. <laughs> you are cute. All right, listen, on behalf of Bo, Nick, and our new friend, Bobby, and my old friend, Bobby, I would like to say Lisa Lampanelli signing off for one last time, Losers with the Dream. Uh, you know what? Listen to it, re-listen, learn some more shit, and don't blame us. DM us, follow us. Don't do any of that. Follow us to our cars, whatever you want to yeah, do. Yeah, cornhole us. Cornhole okay. us. And I'll, as Ed Bo said, let's do one final time. I Bo- do the heart, Bobby. Do the other side. That's Bo's hand. Love, love us. us. Fisting. Bye. Nice. Bye. Carol all the shit to the car now. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys. 